You have reached the Cherry Club. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, ladies, to the Cherry Club. It is March. It is spring. Thank the Lord above because I cannot stand the seasonal depression, okay? There is no vitamin D in my body. Zero. Negative levels of vitamin D. It's scary, okay? I feel like I am just a gray corpse. But also, it's airy season. Hello. Pisces season is gone. Oh my goodness. Pisces season. I just, I don't know. I'm a Pisces moon. So, well, actually, actually, if you want to know my big three, I don't know what my big three is because my parents do not remember when I was born. Um, and I don't blame them. I mean, I came out 11 pounds as a child. I was like a big chunky kid. Okay. And now I'm 5'10". So makes sense. Right. But I was like huge. I was a freaking tank as a child. Like, I don't even know how my mom did it. And apparently she was like two days in labor. Okay. So I don't blame her for not remembering the time I was born. Cause that was probably a very <laughs> intense birth. However, my dad told me that I was born somewhere between seven and eight. So I was like, okay, I was born at seven 30 then. Right. And then I like went online and did a little calculator thing. I put in seven 30 and I kept on getting Pisces moon. But then I did like 7.35 and I think like down to the minute, that's when it changes your rising. So I'm either a Sagittarius rising or a Scorpio rising and then I'm a Gemini sun. So I just kind of go with that. I'm like, you know what? Like whenever someone asks me my big three, I'm like, I don't really know, but I will tell you that I am a Gemini sun, a Pisces moon and a Sag or a Scorpio rising. But... I think I really want to find out what time I was born. And for some reason on your birth certificate, like I went hunting to find my birth time because I was like, no, like I can't, I can't be that girl who makes moon water, has crystals, but not know my big three. Like what's going on? What's going on? So I was like, no. So I went hunting. Like I went through all the cabinets in my home and in my mother's files and whatever. And I found my birth certificate, but your birth certificate doesn't even give you the time that you were born. Isn't that ridiculous? That makes no sense to me. What? So then I was like, okay, how am I even going to find this out now? Where do you find the time you were born other than your birth certificate? So I was like, oh God, like maybe I'll just call the hospital, but I don't really want to call a hospital mid pandemic and be like, hi, yeah, um, I know you're probably really busy with all the COVID cases, but I really need to find out my big three because I'm that annoying bitch. And um, yeah, so could you just like, please look up through your records what time I was born, please? God. And I think I did call them. I did. Unfortunately, I was that bitch. And I did not say I had, <laughs> I did not say the reason as to why I had to know my time of birth. Cause that would be really embarrassing. But I just said that I needed to know my time of birth for like a visa or like a job or some shit like that. And they were like, Oh, okay. And apparently it's like, Oh, we have like a high number of requests at this moment, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It was just like a really difficult process to find out what time I was born and I think I have to like contact the records office and like email them and then wait a month for my results 
So I don't know. I just haven't really, it hasn't really been a priority for me to find that out, but I kind of really want to. So I might just send the hospital over some emails and they're going to be like, okay, (laughs) this bitch, but I deserve to know what time I was born. Okay. Even if it is for, it's not a dumb reason. It's not a dumb reason, but it seems a little ridiculous during a global pandemic that I am like infiltrating the healthcare system with this request, you know? So, but yeah. If I am a Pisces moon, that means that Pisces season definitely hit me like a truck. Um, And it did. I don't know. I feel like Pisces, I'm sorry, Pisces, but y'all are really emotional. And I feel for you because I think maybe it's a seasonal depression. I don't know what it is. Um, But I've been crying like almost every single day. Anyone else? anyone else like just tear up like I don't necessarily cry but I'll just like tear up here and there just have like a little teardrop go down my cheek and then I'll just go on with my day you know because sometimes you know you just need to let it out over absolutely nothing like for example my eyebrow pencil breaks and I just decide to tear up because life is hard for hot girls okay it is what can I say It's hard being beautiful and cool and funny and smart. And anyways, um, but I also think I probably have been super emotional because of my birth control, because I just started a new birth control, which is kind of what I want to talk about in this episode, because I have a feminist podcast and Take and I have not talked about birth control. Like, hello. I feel like that is like a monumental part of women's lives. I'm currently taking the NuvaRing where I'm on the NuvaRing. You don't really take the NuvaRing. And I actually really like my NuvaRing because it just stays inside my flower. It does her thing. And I don't feel it at all. And no one else feels it. Like your partner doesn't feel it, nothing. And I just like it because... I was on the pill. I was on Yaz, but I was just so shit at taking it. Like something about having to take a pill every single day. Like, I'm sorry. I don't even remember to take my vitamins every single day. Hence why I have no vitamin D in my body. Okay. Cause I have vitamin D like pills, but I don't take them and there's no sun. And that's probably why I literally have like the worst dark under eye circles in the world. Anyways, I put collagen in my smoothie at least. Like, I guess I try and keep up with taking my vitamins, but honestly, like, I'm pretty shit at that too. And so taking the pill every single day didn't really work, except for when I was on Accutane and I actually had, like, something motivating me to take it, like, or take my pills because I took Accutane because that motivated me because I know I would have results and I know it would lead to clear skin. And I guess I know that vitamins like lead to good results, but you don't really see the results or maybe you do guys. I don't know. I really need to start taking my vitamins better, but it's okay. Um, But yeah, like because I was taking Accutane every day and I had to be on birth control with Accutane because if you get pregnant on Accutane, then like your baby can end up having a cone head. So that's great. So yeah. And on every single Accutane pill that I had to take, it was like, a photo of a like a cartoon photo of a pregnant woman and it just had like a giant like no sign across it like x like if you're pregnant do not take this like it will lead to the worst birth defects so it was just kind of like okay i get it thanks like i know i don't know that was like a reminder for me to take my birth control so for six months i was pretty consistent with taking the pill but then once i stopped accutane like i was so shit at taking the pill i was like this is definitely like 75 percent 
like accurate. Like I'm definitely going to get pregnant. Like there's no way. So I was like, okay, I need to try something else. So I was like, you know what? The IUD, if I get an IUD, I don't have to do anything. Like I don't have to change anything. Like I don't have to take a pill every day. I don't have to have a routine. It just sits there and it's like, whatever. Um, and I also kind of hated the hormones that come with birth control because with any drug that you take, like it kind of, your body needs a few months to get used to it, but getting used to birth control is just the worst thing ever because I think I finally got used to my NuvaRing and like all the hormones being pushed into my body. Um, but when you first start doing that, like the first three months of birth control are hell. Like the fatigue is insane. Okay. I just want to cry every single day. So I'm like, exactly. Like it either was Pisces season, my birth control or seasonal depression that made me so damn emotional. I have no idea or a combination of all three. Oh goodness. Probably. Um, so yeah, just rough times, but it's okay because spring is coming. Summer is here. Hot girl summer is so close guys. Oh my goodness because I already did Accutane and Accutane was just so much on my body. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to get used to new birth control. I don't want to have all these hormones in me again. Like I, I don't really know what's going on with my hormones, but like they're bouncing all over the place. Um, cause I've been like on and off of the pill. Uh, so I was like, I kind of want something without the hormones. So there's a copper IUD and there's also the hormonal IUD and I decided to do the copper one because that one doesn't give you like the same hormonal effects, except there is a catch. There always, of course, there always is a catch. The copper IUD, apparently like you have like really painful periods, like your first couple periods are like extremely painful and it's like a shit ton of bleeding. And I'm like, I don't know if I, if I want to go through with that, but I was like, you know what? let's do it. Let's just whatever. So I called up my doctor. I was like, Hey queen, I want to try the IUD, blah, blah, blah. And then I didn't really want to wait to get a female gynecologist. I was like, Oh, whatever. Like I'll just get a male gynecologist. Like at the end of the day, they are like a medical professional. I mean, I do feel a little uncomfortable with a man going and sticking something in there, but also like they're a male gynecologist and they're a professional. And you know what I mean? Like so many people see a male gynecologist but I also like everyone prefers a female gynecologist because it's like I don't know I feel like if I was with a woman it would be like more comforting and I wouldn't be like that worried but also like if you go with a male gynecologist by law like a female nurse has to be there so I think I would still get the comfort of a woman and I would feel safe knowing that there's another woman there I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care if it's a male gynecologist. Like, I kind of just want to get one quick just so I can get it over with. Don't have to think about it. So she prescribed one to me and I go and I pick it up and I laughed so hard because the packaging literally, I think it was like the copper IUD and it was like the Mona Lisa or some shit like that. And I'm like, what? Okay. I was like, my pussy is about to become a masterpiece. Like the Mona Lisa. Are you kidding me? Like, that's just so funny. Like, yeah, me and my Mona Lisa anyways. But yeah, so I, I picked it up. It was the copper IUD. It was the Mona Lisa. And originally I wanted it for five years 
because I was like, oh, I don't know. Like if I get one for five years then I can always take it out or whatever. But my doctor gave me one for 10 years. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like I'm four, four, four. Sorry. I just looked at my phone and it's four, four, four guys. I've been seeing the number four, four, four so often, so often. And Aries season, like when it was the full moon on my moon water, I wrote down four, four, four because I've been seeing the number a lot. That's just crazy. Sorry. I'm like, anyways, angel numbers. Ha ha. Okay. Anyways, back to IUDs. <laughs> God, um, I paid $86, which granted is fabulous for an IUD because I'm pretty sure in America, it's like 1,300 for an IUD, which is insane because they don't have free healthcare. But here I still had to pay like $86, which is a phenomenal discount. Okay. Can't complain, but still like I did pay like a good chunk of money for it. Right. And so I take it home with me, whatever. And then I like go and I'm like, so how does this like process actually work? Right? Like how, you know, cause I being the intelligent person that I am, I was like, yeah, it's just gonna like go where a tampon would go. Like, it's just gonna sit there. Like it's gonna be in like, you know what I mean? And I go and I look at like a cartoon insertion video of an IUD and you know, they have like those like clamps that they use to like stretch out like your vagina and whatever and i'm like oh god like here we go and i'm like i do not i just i don't know like those clamps are so intimidating to me like they just scare me like they literally oh my goodness anyways so that was in the cartoon video which was great and then i see the insertion process and it literally goes above where a tampon would go like it goes in your cervix and I don't like, just don't ask me why I thought it would be where a tampon is, but that's what I thought. And if it were to be where a tampon is, then I could have inserted that myself easily. Okay. But it goes in your cervix. And I like, I found this out the day before the, in like my appointment. And then I was like, oh, hell no. And it psyched me out too much. I was like, I do not want, no, I do not want to feel those cramps. I do not want to bleed that much. I'm sorry, but I'm not doing it. And I called my doctor and I was like, yeah, like, um, I'd like to cancel my appointment. I'm sorry. And the lady was really nice. She was like, do not apologize. I totally get it. Like, don't even worry. So many people cancel their appointments because it's a lot. Like, it's intimidating. Like, I'm sorry. That's going to sit in my cervix for 10 years. Like, and do what? Some kind of, like, special, like, not hormone, but, like, some kind of, like, baby, like, abolishing magic. Like, I don't even know. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. No, thank you. So now I'm here stuck with an IUD that I paid $86 for, and I'm like, what do I do with this? So I call up my pharmacist and I'm like, Hey, um, can I return this? And they're like, no, you can't return an IUD. So now I just have an IUD. And if you follow the cherry club Instagram, there's a photo of my IUD framed in my room. And at Christmas, I hung it on my Christmas tree. And my mom was like, why is your IUD on the Christmas tree? And I'm like, honestly, female empowerment, feminist ornament, like, what can I say? And I love my IUD. It's just, it's become decor. It's become just a fun little story. Um, always consult your doctor for more than 10 minutes and um, think about what you're doing, uh, right? Before you pay $86 for a procedure that you're never 
gonna do right okay um but yeah uh do i wish i got it not really i've i know a few friends that have had the iud and a few co-workers and they have told me that it literally like their iud rejected like their body rejected their iud and it just like came out and i'm like what the fuck like no i'm sorry but then i also have friends that i've had like great success stories and they like love their iud so it's like a risk getting the iud just because of like the complications and like the procedure that you have to do for it and like the chronic bleeding with the copper one i don't know like how accurate that is because i've never had it but i heard that your first few periods are bad and there's like a bit of cramping and whatnot so i don't know like the shit that women go through is like insane for birth control like insane i just don't even want to talk about it and i'm like can men just get more vasectomies like god i'm just so over it like uh, if you can find a vaccine for covid19 you can find male birth control and i think male birth control is actually like coming i feel like there will be male birth control in like the next few years i feel like that will definitely be a thing however what guys are going to use birth control is my question like will guys actually go out of their way to go on male birth control the way that women have over the years because women use birth control to literally get ahead in society i'm sorry but i have the option to want or not want a kid and that's huge and guys have had that for their whole lives they're not the ones that get pregnant if they get a girl pregnant, they can easily just fuck off and not be a part of that kid's life. They don't have to get an abortion. They don't have to do shit. So men have always had the option to want a child or not want a child. But now that women have birth control and women in some parts of the world can get abortions, it's like we have that option too. So it's almost like we're becoming equal to men and we have the desire to go on birth control for that reason. But men don't really have that desire right men aren't the ones getting pregnant and i don't know i i doubt that men are going to take the initiative to actually go on birth control the way that women do i just don't think they will personally so i'm like yeah maybe male birth control is on the rise and will become a thing in a few years but i just don't think it's gonna be popular unfortunately so it's like okay I guess we're just gonna have to put in all the work all the time until men step it up, but I don't think they ever will. And honestly, am I mad about that? No, I don't give a shit. If you don't wanna put an effort, you don't put an effort. If you don't wanna feel the struggle, don't feel the struggle. Fuck you. Literally, fuck you. Go scratch your ball sack. Couldn't be bothered. Anyways, um, but yeah, now I'm on the NuvaRing and I like it. It actually works for me because um i just have to insert it uh once a month and then i'm good and then i take it out and then i get my period and then i put it back in and it's easy i don't have to like remember anything my nuva ring is kind of expensive though for me i have to pay 32 dollars a month which isn't that bad but also like the pill that i would get for one month was like six dollars per package or i could even get like the pill for free but I suck at taking the pill. So it's kind of like paying for convenience at this point. But I don't know. I also just kind of like the way that it works more. And it just like sits there and I don't have to think about it. So it's basically an IUD without the scary insertion. And I haven't had any problems with it. Like I guess like maybe 
the hormonal changes and like getting used to it like that's about it but I haven't had any weight gain I haven't had any like acne so it's been pretty good I recommend the NuvaRing. I thought it was pretty life-changing. It's the it's the birth control for me. It's the one that I'm sticking with, and I love it. So if you're thinking about switching your birth control or you don't know what birth control to go on, I recommend the NuvaRing. I think it's great. Some people don't like the fact that it just, like, sits inside of you, but I don't really have a problem with that. Like, I kind of thought it was weird in the beginning, too. I was like, so it's just going to be there like a tampon. But it's honestly, like, very hygienic, very clean. I really like it. I have no problem with it. Um, so, yeah, I'd rather have, like, something sit in my vagina than something sit in my cervix. Like, that's just me because I feel like if it's in my cervix and I can't take it out myself, then it's, like, m like it's, like, a greater commitment, obviously. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't feel as comfortable. So there's that. Yeah. Birth control has given us a lot of freedom and has made us a lot more independent from men. And it allows us to just move forward in society. And the crazy thing about birth control too, is that if you take the pill a certain way, or let's say if I don't take my Nuva ring out like for a whole month, then I can literally skip my period because of the way that like my, like the hormones are like working in my body. Isn't that crazy? And on some IUDs, like you have no period. Hello? Are you kidding me? Like the fact that we can literally control when we menstruate on birth control is insane too. Like that is insane to me. That is crazy. And that is just also such an advantage. I'm like, yeah, I have midterms. I'm just not going to get my period this month because I don't want my period. Like fuck that shit. I'm too busy to be bleeding right now. Okay. So I don't know. I think that that's like a great advantage. And I think that that's also really cool too. But also I feel like that's why we shouldn't question birth control. Like that's why so many women are scared to even question birth control and the effects that it has on our hormones because I'm beyond grateful that birth control is an option and that I can access it in the country that I am in but also like what does it do to women and what does like birth control or even like plan b do to our mental health and what happens if you have underlying mental health conditions and then you go on birth control and then your hormones are like out of whack like what does it do to your hormones right and i know i don't i feel like it's definitely important to question birth control because it's like well how does this affect women how does this affect our hormones how does this affect our brain because it definitely affects our brain in some kind of way like any drug that you take affects your body and your brain and everything and I don't think it necessarily affects us in the most negative way I mean I guess like with the hormones and like all your emotions and like stuff like that definitely I feel the effect and I feel the fatigue but also there's just like a greater risk of like stroke if you smoke and are on birth control and all this kind of stuff so it's kind of just like interesting to note um the risks that we're willing to take to be equal to men and kind of just have that extra freedom i don't know it's pretty crazy but that's why i don't question it because it it helps women advance but also it's kind of important to question it because it's important to know what's going on with like women and their health but also women's health a lot of the time no one really gives a shit about it um and that's a little unfortunate too like I feel like in the medical world 
a lot of times like women's reproductive issues and like issues with their period and like menstrual cycles are ignored a lot of the time. And I've heard a lot of stories like of like coworkers and like friends that have had problems with their periods and like blood clots and concerns about like polycystic ovary syndrome. And it's like, what? And I feel like a lot of the times they just don't get the medical attention that they deserve. And they always rant to me about it. And it's just upsetting. Like, I don't know. A lot of things are upsetting. And it's like, I just, it makes me upset that I know, I know damn well that men aren't going to go on birth control. Like, even if it's going to be accessible to them, like women are just so used to taking action and giving and men are just so used to taking that I don't, I literally expect nothing from the male population. So if I meet a guy and he tells me that he's on male birth control, I will be so extremely shocked and will appreciate him because just thank you thank you for doing your part in society thank you but also like if you're on birth control and your partner is on birth control then that's like double the protection hello that's crazy so why would you not be on birth control i think everyone men and women go on birth control that's my birth control rant that is my birth control, my birth control thoughts, my birth control experience. Um, so yeah. So now that hot girl summer is coming and we're going to be wearing a lot more t-shirts, a lot more tank tops. I realized how dry my elbows are. And I feel like moisturizing your elbows is something that a lot of us don't think about doing, but I've been on my elbow exfoliation. And also whenever I'm bored, I take a bath. I think I take like a solid five baths a week now. I don't know, I'm just like obsessed with taking baths. And then you smell good and then you light a bunch of candles and then you just listen to music and you vibe out and it's just, oh my God, I'm obsessed. This Sunday, I'm going to go get a pedicure, ladies and gentlemen, because I am a barista and I work in the food industry so I can't have my nails done because no one wants an acrylic in their coffee, right? So I can't have long nails and I can't have nail polish, which honestly is really sad. It feels like a part of my personality has just been stripped away from me, but that's okay because I get free coffee. I get a free chai latte like basically every single day of the week. So I honestly can't complain. However, I have thought about changing jobs just so I can have acrylics, but instead I'm going to go and get my toes done. Because again, like I feel like you always forget to get your toes done. Like no one looks at your toes really because you're always wearing shoes. The only person that looks at your toes is you. And I feel like if I get my toes done, then I'm going to have to buy some open toe shoes and show off my toes. I don't know. I feel like also like toes and getting your toes done is just like so flirty and fun. And even just like putting like shea butter or like cream at the bottom of your feet and then putting socks on is just so satisfying too. So I'm excited. I'm getting on my pedicure game. I'm getting on that. Okay. We're exfoliating our elbows, ladies, and we're getting our toes done. Okay. Like the ultimate self-care. We're being extra. We're going above and beyond. Like... Yes, I love it. I love this for us. Um, so yeah, I'm getting a pedicure. I think I'm gonna do like a French manicure 
is what I'm going for. Or maybe I'll do like orange. I don't know. I feel like orange would be a fun color on the toes or maybe blue or maybe red. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. And maybe I'll get some toe rings. I feel like toe rings could be super fun and just like accessorize, have flirty toes. I think that that could be so fun. Another thing that I've really been liking is ribbons and just ribbons in your hair and tying your hair up with a ribbon like a little Disney princess like oh I'm just gonna tie my hair up with a cute little pink ribbon and doing pigtails and tying them up with ribbons or doing pigtail braids and then tying them up with ribbons I don't know I just think ribbons in your hair are just so cute and I feel like it's coming back I feel like it's like becoming a trend and I really love it like I just think it's the cutest thing ever um, I'm also obsessed with mushrooms. I feel like I've always been obsessed with mushrooms. Um, just cause I feel like they're so cottage core. They're so cute. Um, my grandma, I am Polish is my background and my grandma always goes mushroom picking. It's like a thing in Poland that people go mushroom picking. And I don't know. I think it's like the cutest thing. Like, oh yeah, I'm just going to the forest to like pick some mushrooms and then I'm going to go home and make myself like a nice little mushroom stew. Ugh, the cutest thing ever. And I don't know. I just really want like a mushroom lamp. And I want to put an LED light bulb in my mushroom lamp because then it's like going to be like a psychedelic mushroom. Like it's going to be a mushroom that changes colors in my room and it's going to be like a lamp. And they have like pretty cool ones off of um, Urban Outfitters. And I think they're only like a hundred bucks, which isn't that bad because if you go on Facebook Marketplace and you search up vintage mushroom lamp, they're literally like $800 because they're like special designer. Like I don't even know. And it's like insane. Uh, I've been also obsessed with coffee table books because I don't read. I, I don't, I try to, but I don't, um, I don't know. I struggle reading. I want to get better at reading. I kind of want to read on my commute on the way to school because I have like 40 minutes on the train and reading on a train just makes sense to me because what else do you do on a train other than read or listen to music? So I kind of want to get in the habit of reading on the train and then maybe actually finishing a book. Because when I had books that I had to read for school, like I was forced to read them, then I would read them on the train. But for me to get myself to read like my own book is something that I struggle with. So anyways, coffee table books. Yeah, because I don't read, I really like uh, visuals and picture books. <laughs> Embarrassing, I know. I'm literally in my 20s and I'm like, ah, coffee table books, pictures, wow. But I don't know, I guess... I like the visuals in them. And I recently went to the thrift store and I found this really cool coffee table book called The Best of Life. And it's basically Life Magazine and all their issues kind of combined throughout history in one coffee table book. And they just have a bunch of cool moments in history photographed and a bunch of cool artworks throughout history, portraits of Marilyn Monroe, um, portraits of like other musicians and actors and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just very, very cool. So if you can find that book on Amazon or anywhere, I found it at the thrift store. I paid like $8 for it, but I'm sure if you search up, uh, the best of life, uh, coffee table book, you'll be able to find it. And it is really cool. I think it's definitely a good addition to your coffee table books. And also coffee table books are just like very fun and decorative and I think that's why I like them so much because you can just like put them around your house and it kind of just adds a fun little addition uh next I want to talk about the concert that I recently went to I recently went to see Tyler the Creator and I love that man like I love everything about him huge Tyler the Creator fan I think that's kind of the person that 
made me think outside of the box, made me want to explore my creative side. He honestly made me believe in myself because he was so young doing all these like EPs and experiments. And he had his like loiter squad, which was his own show. And he didn't really let anyone tell him that what he was doing was wrong. He just kind of trusted his gut and manifested his success and was like, no, I believe in myself and I'm going to do what I think is right. And what I think is the best creative direction. And I don't know. I just find him to be a very motivating person in my opinion. And I already saw him at his flower boy concert. I saw him at his Igor concert. Now I went to go see him and I had no idea because I kind of got these tickets last minute. I had no idea that Kali Uchis was opening. Oh my God, people. I saw Kali Uchis live in March, International Women's Month. Are you kidding me? That was the event of a lifetime. It was phenomenal, okay? Like she's a genius. Her performance, like, I don't know who I liked more, Tyler or Kali Uchis. Like, it's so hard for me to choose between the two of them because both of them inspire me tremendously. Like, I look to Kali Uchis a lot for style advice and just, like, the way she portrays herself. Like, she is that girl. I love her attitude. I love everything about her. And she just totally embraces the divine feminine. I just think it's so beautiful what she does. And when she first went on the stage, it was like the background images that they put up on the screen were like, I don't even know. Like it was like the divine feminine, literally. Like it was like her in a rainforest and there was like sparkles all around and like butterflies on the screen, like projecting out. Oh my God, it was everything. It's like she came out of like some like tropical island or like she was like in like some like other universe. Like it was like very much like fairy tales and fantasies. And also that's why I really like Petra Collins book with Alexa Demi, because again, it's like the divine feminine, but it's also incorporating like fantasies and fairy tales with the divine feminine women are so sexualized especially in like fairy tales and like the damsel in distress and if you look at like a lot of like uh video games and comic books women are always seen as like a lot of times monsters or let's say mermaids or like sirens or shit like that and they're always sexualized and then it's like it's almost like She's taking that power back and being like, fuck you. Like, yeah, I am your number one fairy tale, but also your number one nightmare because I am a powerful, strong and successful woman. And uh, I don't know, like her performance was just genius. And midway through the performance, I forgot that Callie Uchis sang the song Sad Girls Love Money. Like, I forgot that she like did a cover of that and like remixed it. And then that song played and I literally died. And also while I was watching her performance, I got an Earl Grey tea at the concert venue and I was literally watching Callie Uchis perform and drinking Earl Grey and my friend got peppermint tea. So it was just so funny. Like we were just drinking our teas and watching Callie Uchis perform. Ugh, I truly, I unlocked my divine feminine. It was... It was amazing. It was everything I needed. Like, and it just gave me a lot of motivation too. I don't know. Like I haven't been to a concert like that in a while. So it was phenomenal. And yeah, that brings me to my music recommendations. I've been obsessed with Amy Winehouse. I've been listening to her on repeat as I do. I kind of like 
go through phases of Amy Winehouse. And when I go into my Amy Winehouse phase, I'm like, yeah, my profile picture is Amy Winehouse and I am listening to her record on repeat. No one talked to me. But now in my current Amy Winehouse phase, I'm really obsessed with the song, He Can Only Hold Her. And God, that song is so good. And my favorite lyric in that song is, so he tries to pacify her, but what's inside her never dies. Like, oh my God, he tries to pacify you, but no bitch, like what's inside me never dies. Like my energy is that immaculate. Like I'm literally on fire. Like you can't, you can't like, no, you can't bring me down. You can't pacify me. Like, no, you can't. What do you mean? No, no, don't try and calm me down, please. I have so much energy and love that I'm willing to give and no man is going to tear that down. Like, I just love that lyric. He can only hold her for so long. Like, yeah, let's see how long you keep up. Hello? Oh my God. Just a phenomenal song. I've been obsessed with it lately. And also like the song Unholy War. If my man were fighting some unholy war, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like the devotion and the loyalty in that song is just amazing. Like you can literally hear the devotion in her voice to that man. And it's like, wow, how could you ever disrespect this woman? Like she is so passionate and beautiful. And uh, please listen to Amy Winehouse. She is, I think, hands down my favorite artist in the whole entire world. There's no one better. There's no one better than Amy Winehouse. Mark my words. She is the best. I've also been really obsessed with Doja Cat. A song that I found by Doja Cat recently is High. I think it's High or I think it's called So High, but it's just, I think it's High though. I don't know. It's either High or So High by Doja Cat and it's such a good song. And it's like catchy and repetitive, but it's also just such a hot song. And it's been stuck in my head for like a few days. Oh my God, so good. I am also really obsessed with Mazzy Star. I also go into my Mazzy Star phases. I'm going to wear a long floral skirt and a jean jacket and Doc Martens and go on the train platform and be the most mysterious girl you've ever met. I'm gonna go on the subway and be so mysterious. I am train girl. I am the queen of the train. I am the queen of public transport, okay? That is me. Anyways, yeah, so definitely Mazzy Star. A song that I've been really liking by Mazzy Star is, huh, which one have I been obsessed with? Well, my favorite Mazzy Star song is Flowers in December. That one just always hits the spot. Um, but oh my goodness, the song Quiet the Winter Harbor. Oh my goodness, that song has a chokehold on me. Quiet, the Winter Harbor is phenomenal. And it's also like the song that kind of like got me into my Mazzy Star phase again because I go in and out of them. Like I go in and out of like my favorite artists. Like it's always between like Sade, Amy Winehouse, and Mazzy Star. Like I'll listen to them and I'll listen to them hard and I'll base my whole entire personality around the artist and then I'll just like switch it up I don't even know but like Mazzy Star is one of them and that song is what got me into a Mazzy Star phase and it's just so good uh yeah so honestly anything by those artists anything by Doja Cat anything by Amy Winehouse 
anything by Callie Uchis, anything by Sade, anything by Mazzy Star, anything by Tyler, the creator, go listen to it because they're phenomenal and I love them. And God, I'm just such a huge fangirl. So <sighs> anyways, I'm going to go to Ikea now. <laughs> I'm done recording. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate you tuning in, but I'm going to go to Ikea and I'm going to get myself a veggie dog and I'm also going to get um, their frozen yogurt which I haven't tried yet. I'm excited. I'm not just going for the food. I'm actually going to buy furniture. I'm going to get bedside tables and I'm also going to get like one of those nice hangers uh, for clothes because guys, hello, Cherry Club Closet. I don't know when I'm going to start posting my vintage clothes, but I'm definitely going to launch that soon. I have bought in a few clothes that I'm going to resell. So I do have a collection going, but I just need to get it all organized and figure out how I'm going to sell all that stuff and post it and whatnot. But I'm very excited. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you all next month.